0: of which his mother Mary did nothing take in scorn Oh, tidings of comfort and joy comfort Comfort and and joy Oh, tidings of comfort and joy From God our heavenly Father Blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same, how that in Bethlehem Was born the Son of God by name. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. God rest ye merry gentlemen that nothing you dismay For Christ our royal saviour was born on Christmas day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray Oh, tidings of comfort and joy Comfort and joy Oh, tidings Comfort and joy
1: of one day of presents, we get eight. crazy night. But <laughs> when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a new list of people who are Jewish, just like you and me. known rider drinks Manischewitz wine Then spins a dreidel with Ralph Lauren and Calvin Klein Guess who gives and receives loads of Hanukkah toys The girls from Baruch Assault and all three beastie boys Lenny Kravitz is half Jewish Courtney, love is half to uh, Put them together. What a funky, badass shoe. We got Harvey Keitel and flash dancer Jennifer Bills. Yasmin Blade from Baywatch is Jewish. And yes, her boobs are real. Put on that yarmulke. Two time Oscar winner, Dustin Hoffman Monica Celebrates Monica Oh, Jay Simpson Still not a Jew But guess who is the guy who does the voice for Scooby Doo <laughs> Rob Dylan was born a Jew Then he wasn't, but now he's back Mary Tyler Moore's husband is Jewish because we're pretty good in the sack Guess who got bar mitzvahed on the PGA tour No, I'm not talking about Tiger Woods. I'm talking about Mr. Happy Gilmore hey. So many Jews. Is. Tell the rule of Monica, It's time to celebrate Hanukkah. It's not pronounced Shanaka. The sea is silent in Hanukkah.
2: So read your hook.
3: Filthy as hell. That is bona fide. Badass. Hit it, master. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face.
4: You're getting some ass.
3: Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775 376 Ah,
5: good Tuesday morning. Taco Tuesday, if you will, Ass family. And welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I mean, Christmas is almost here. It's Saturday. Cold as a motherfucker in Dallas, there's frost on the ground, there's fog, and then tomorrow it's going to be 80, 80, it's going to be 80 on Christmas Day, I love living in Texas, 80 degrees on Christmas, that's the way it should be, None this cold shit, I'm tired of the cold shit, I got a damn t-shirt under my damn t-shirt, I got a long sleeve t-shirt under my damn Ted Lasso t-shirt, it's cold. Tired of the cold, ready for summer to come back, but hey, it's Christmas time, so I guess I have to put up with the cold weather. Uh, Welcome to the big show here on a Tuesday. We got lots to get to today. We got Christmas music, yes, Christmas music all week. Nothing will be repeated. The Billy Idol song was in there. Got one more Billy Idol this week. Um... We got listener mail today, a great listener mail, brought to you by JS Forge. We'll talk about that. Got to send a big thank you out to my man, Christopher. Last night in the old mail, he sent me, uh, he sent me my Christmas gift. Now, I sent him his Christmas gift, too, and allegedly he's going to be putting it up on uh, social media at some point, uh, either today or tomorrow. But I just want to say thank you, Christopher, for the cool wallet that you gave me that's got a slot for my credit cards. Problem is, I have no credit cards. Like, if, if I hit the button and, and all the cards pop out, I'll be, like, looking for my Safeway Club card. And we don't have Safeways here in Texas. So I'll be looking for my Sam's card, and my Costco card, and stuff like that. But I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for the gift. Let us say some good mornings here, shall we? Uh, it looks as if... Uh, look at that, uh, who was first here? Uh, straight fire first, look at that, he says, have an ass taco on me, uh, y'all, I'm first, damn right you are, good morning, my friend, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family, happy taco Tuesday, Douglas says, good morning, ass, Hangtown Jen's in the house, she says, good morning, ass family, bratty kid, good morning to you, I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Alicia says, Holly Jolly, good morning, y'all. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Hot Mama's in the house. She says, good morning, ass. Triple T says, good morning, ass family. Andrew says, good morning, y'all. Happy Taco Tuesday. Andrew, where were you yesterday? I say, congratulations to your Saints. You shut out the damn, uh, who's he, what's it? The Buccaneers. And hey, to all the Raiders fans out there. How about them Raiders last night holding on and then coming back to win that game? With team without their starting quarterback and their head coach or their backup quarterback. Hey, you won. It's all that fucking matters is you won. Uh, let's see. Not here. It's going to be raining with a high of 48. Fuck all that. You don't have a debit card? Nope. Because that's how the government finds me. And I don't need them finding me. Uh, Doug says no rushing through the winter I haven't gone snowboarding yet damn it okay Yo, you go snowboarding I'll'll I'll, I'll just stay here where it's nice and warm uh so Christopher's laughing good morning Christopher sassy Pammy's in the house she says good morning uh Andrew says that was a glorious game all right David is, Garza's is in the house good morning ass family uh, Christopher says but thank you very much for my gift yep that was an ugly ass win against backups, but at least they got the win. That's all it was. Got two more games tonight, but I guess they, they started to say, I guess tonight is regional coverage. I'm getting the uh, I'm getting punished because I'm getting the Redskins and the Eagles. God damn, what an awful game. And for some reason I have to root for the Oh. If the Eagles win, the Cowboys win the division. I don't think there's any fucking chance the Cowboys lose the division. But I'll go ahead and just say the Eagles, I I would prefer the Eagles win tonight. But it doesn't matter. If the Eagles don't win tonight, we beat Washington on Sunday night, boom. As John Madden would say. By the way, looking forward to that John Madden special they're going to have on Fox on Christmas Day. Uh, Let's see. uh, Is no one else supposed to be hit with a huge storm over Christmas and the days before or after? Uh, I've got all the reports today. I do have the stories about traveling for Christmas and what it's going to be like. So I'll let you know. Uh, that wallet will go great with the purse I got for you. Okay, great. Uh, like my forecast in Tahoe says, snow tomorrow through next Wednesday. Oof. Fuck all that shit. God dang. That that don't sound like fun to me at all. At all. Boy, do we have a lot of hypocrisy to talk about today. Holy shit. Oh, I haven't seen this yet. Oh, oh my. Did somebody interrupt House Speaker Nancy Pelosi? Oh, that's a shame. Let's see what happens yesterday to Nancy Pelosi when she was speaking.
6: Member of the state legislature. This is, this is the...
7: Mark, dis- on mark on
5: <laughs> it. Oh, that's so fantastic. Member of the state legislature.
6: This <laughs> is this is it. So in any case, Mark dis- Mark of Design. Dis- oh, dis- dis- dis-
5: that is fantastic. She was speaking in uh, San Francisco yesterday. And somebody did that to her. Oh, that is beautiful. That is one of my favorite things I've seen all year.
6: And you can just
5: tell how pissed she is.
6: Oh, that's so. Remember great. the state legislature. This is this is if. So in any case, Mark, Mark Mark that. She
5: couldn't get the next speaker up there fast enough. The I think the "woo" part was my favorite part. That was fucking funny. Oh, my God. Let's see. I see rain all day and snow on Tuesday in Placerville. No, it's going to be sunny and warming up here. Fuck all that shit. Uh, Everybody's laughing at that. That was classic. Like, he could either be interrupting a political speech or cheering at a WWE event. Somebody needs to buy that guy a case of beer. Amen to that. That's so funny. And the look on her face. She's so mad. She wants to look at that guy and go, do you know who I am? And then she's going to belt, belt down another vodka and scotch. That's, that's her drink of choice, a vodka and scotch. Usually it's vodka and soda or scotch and water. No, her drink of choice is vodka and scotch. What a lush. God damn. Uh, got the link here. Yeah, hold on a second here. Let's Let's see. Here you go. Oop. What happened there? Oh. There you go. Let's go, Brad. And, and you know, here's the thing. I, I'm growing tired of I, I, look, it. Look, it's run its course, but it's funny when it happens at these events. And it's funny. To me now, it's really funny when, like, the president gets it. Like, he got it in Kentucky. Here's the president trying to do what's right. Now, look, look, look. I will say I feel a little bit bad for him, but I don't. President was in Kentucky, what, like a week and a half ago, surveying all the damage from the tornadoes. And as soon as he, like, gets, like, two steps out of the limo, you hear, let's go, Brandon! That's just funny. It's funny when they get them. I don't necessarily need to hear it at sporting events anymore, but at politicians, yes, I like it. I like that a lot. Oh, I was sent this story yesterday, oh, Douglas. You sent me a story, and I said we we're going to talk about. Hold on a second here. I didn't go through my phone yesterday. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I have that one. Oh, that's the one I want to do. Oh, we'll do that in the the next or the last segment. Hold on. I gotta send it to myself. I believe Ratburger sent me this story about a uh, microchip company based out of Stockholm. It's called Epicenter. <laughs> what? That will never get old. No, it won't, Warburb, will it? Uh, hey, Arnie, what's the proper amount of water to add to scotch or bourbon? Fuck, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I well, To bourbon, the proper amount would be like an ice cube. I drink everything pretty much straight. I didn't water it down. No, that wasn't for like for scotch. I can understand watering scotch down because that shit's harsh. I was never a big scotch fan. I remember I drank like like stupid Arnie. Well, since we get going here, let's get going on some stories. Stupid Arnie went out one night with his stupid friend Donnie, and we wanted to drink, but. Neither one of us had enough money to really go out and get a lot of liquor. So we decided to go to Donnie's house and steal his dad's scotch. Had a big bottle of J&B scotch. Now, mind you, I'm 17 at the time. Ish. I-, I think I'm 17. Big Coop, sending good vibes your way, man. Uh. So we look at the bottle, and I've never drank scotch before. I didn't know anything about scotch, but I saw blended bourbon whiskey. And I said, oh, shit, this is just like Jack Daniels.
8: <laughs> yes,
5: let's ask the alcoholic how to add water to his alcohol. Um, and uh, we drank that. We, we mixed J&B scotch with Coke. Whew, that was not a good night. The next day was even worse. It was fucking rough. Uh, No water, why ruin bourbon? That's what I'm thinking. Saturday at my birthday dinner, when I got uh, sang to and my name was said, Fables started chanting, let's go Brandon made my night. That's awesome. Scotch had enough water to rinse down the sink. That shit tastes like sucking on wet socks. I don't drink, so I don't know, but I thought that the water and alcohol was ice cubes. Do people just put water and alcohol mix in a glass? Yeah, they do. A lot of people do, like, bourbon and branch. They'll do branch water. They'll do ranch water. It's just, I don't know. I've never had it. I've heard it. I've heard it ordered. I've seen it on TV. When Arnie would drink, this is the way Arnie would drink. Arnie would get a bottle of Jack Daniels, and then he'd start drinking. Whether it was straight out the fucking bottle, whether it was in shot form, or maybe sometimes I would have it with a Slurpee. Once again, seventeen. Everybody, like everybody. When, when I talk to people in my twenties about drinking and stuff, they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you did that." I'm like, "Dude, I was a fucking teenager." I'm, <laughs> I mean, one night, like I, I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine uh, when I was getting my oil changed last week, and we were talking about drinking and stuff, and we we're talking about working and things like that, and I'll never ever forget. When I worked at Dr. Pepper, the first summer I left Wet n' Wild the water park, I worked at Dr. Pepper that summer, and I was making like five times what I made at the water park, but I was working five times harder. And I remember with my first check, I wanted, to, I, wanted to, uh, I wanted to up the game a little bit, so I bought a bottle of wild turkey. Now, wild turkey to me was classy because it had a cork top. I still love Jack Daniels. Like, if I were to go back and drink, I ain't going to waste my time on beer. I am going right to the Jack Daniels. Because I actually did like it. I liked what it did to me a lot more than beer because beer took too long. Wild Turkey, I just had a bad night. I drank an entire bottle of that in one night. And that was the conversation that my friend and I had. It's funny because... He, he, he believes in the same a lot of the same things I do. We don't understand how people will like go out on a Friday and Saturday night and buy a case of beer and really have any left. Like, if I were to have gone out on a Friday or Saturday night and got a case of beer, I'm going to drink a case of beer. If I buy a bottle of Jack Daniels, I buy, I would drink a bottle of Jack Daniels. I'm not going to save it for tomorrow. That's pretty much the big reason why I had a huge problem. Special Kale, good morning to you, my friend. Good morning, you How are you? All right, so a microchip company uh, has been presented as a means to store one's COVID-19 passport under the skin. Boy, this isn't scary as shit, is it? Hey, we have a microchip that we're going to put in your skin, and that way when they scan it, they'll say, oh, that person's vaccinated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of like how the, the the Nazis would mark people's arms with numbers. That way they had them. Are you serious right now? And there are people that are saying this, this could be the, the wave of the future. You ain't going to microchip me. I ain't a fucking dog. I didn't even like doing it to my dog. We're, we're microchipping people now for their, for their COVID passport. Is this what it was all leading up to? Just to get these microchips put in people? Where they can follow you now and they know everything about you. You know, you can still kind of hide in this world. How about a tattoo barcode like on idiocracy? That hey, that'll be the other the other plan. I mean, I mean honestly, like you can still hide. I, I saw a video. This old boy has been banned from every Walmart in America because he goes around to the intercom system picks up the phone, and then farts in the intercom, and it goes all over the store. He has been criminally, he, he's criminal trespass now, meaning he cannot go to a Walmart anywhere in America. Now, before anybody says, why are they going to do that? Okay, it's not the point. He's been banned from, Flo- from all Walmarts. I know that they're not going to be keeping up on that. It's like being banned from a football stadium. But, uh... Well, this guy's been banned. They took his picture and all that kind of stuff, and they'll send it out to their regional things. How about that now, though? Can you imagine that now if you've been banned from somewhere? You walk in, beep boop beep boop Very scary. And, and, and this old boy could walk into a, a Walmart with a sombrero on and get away with it still. It's not breaking the law, farting into the intercom system. It's funny. Isn't it funny that that person gets banned, but somebody who robs a Walmart doesn't get banned? For clarification, he didn't want to chip Bubba because we didn't want to be. Fa- yeah, amen. Uh, that doesn't sound biblically bad at all, sarcasm. This is awful, and this company's fucking bragging about it. Hey, look at here. We're taking away all your freedoms. Yeah, no thanks. No, 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 thank you. I I appreciate it, but no. City I ain't going to anytime soon. Boston. Boston. They have now implemented vaccine mandates for all indoor dining, entertainment venues due to the Omicron variant. By the way this this is my these are my only two stories this morning on uh omicron you're welcome it's a Christmas miracle uh by the way this just out South Africa's numbers where omicron began hospitalizations are are, are down over seventy percent they only had a few to begin with no deaths and it's pretty much over they're saying the Omicron variant. Yet we here in America are waiting for what the president is going to say finally today about Omicron. I don't know about y'all. Uh, it's getting to the point where it, it's kind of comical to watch to see what 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 what's the next thing they're going to do to try to scare us into place. I mean, you had COVID. We had to wear masks. By the way, a lot of Democratic cities, unlike Boston, because Boston sucks balls, um, are saying enough with the masks. They they aren't working. This is stupid. Boston's requirement for Omicron doesn't go into effect until January 15th. Huh? It's here now, dummies. Why, why are you not going till January 15th? Omicron could be gone by then. Omicron, out. I mean, that, that's just stupid. New Mayor Michelle Wu. I'm sorry. New Mayor Michelle Wu announced a new citywide mandate requiring proof of vaccinations. For individuals ages 12 and up when entering indoor spaces. They said sporting events. Do they mean like, you know, Celtics games and and Bruins games? Because the Patriots, they play outside. So So do the Sox. All Boston City officials need to be fully vaccinated by February 15th in order to continue to work for the city which is unconstitutional dude. Dog. People need to stop going to these places and feeding their economy. Them in every other state city that these ridiculous rules, right? Well, cuz if they do it now, they piss off a lot of retailers who could be making money on holiday spending. So it's best to wait till after the holidays so businesses don't rebel too much. Well, look, but here's the thing to me. We see how fast the, th- this horrible omicron. omicron actually lasts. South Africa, it, it was there, and now it's gone, pretty much. And by the way, did you see that, that the, 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 the fruity guy from uh, the Housewives of uh, whatever city you want to say, uh, Andy Cohen, has it again? So, wait, I, I got a stupid question. Uh, Alicia, maybe you can help me with this. You can get it now more than once? Like, I, I, I'm kind of I thought this was kind of like a chicken pox thing. You can only get it like once a year. By the way, fully, he's fully vaccinated and boosted. He still got it. See, that's the part to me where I, I, I'm just having a hard time with it. They're saying the numbers are going to be so huge. We're at about seventy percent of the country has the 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 mandated vaccines. So how's the number gonna be so huge? Well why is that? Oh, is that because the vaccines don't work? Okay. Unless he really didn't get it the first time, but the chance of you getting it more than once is so low. Yeah, he said he had it again. I, I think Andy Cohen's a little bit of a drama queen. I know that that's crazy, but I think he's a tad bit of a drama queen. Call mask mandates, uh, Cali mask mandates in January 15th because COVID will be gone. No, because Super Bowl prep will be starting then. Yeah, you got that right, straight fire. I know the NHL has canceled some games. We saw what the NFL did about it. It's kind of funny how these leagues now, they they cancel a couple games or they postpone them, I should say. They don't cancel them. When it was just uh, two seasons ago, they canceled entire seasons. Remember that? Now they know it's not that bad, so we're just going to miss a couple games. That's all. Maybe you got a different strain the first time. I'm not sure. I thought you could only get it once. I think he gets a free bowl of soup if he tests for a third time. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just <laughs> so stupid. All, all of this shit is so stupid. And, and the bad part is, is it, it's making us dumber too. In my opinion, I it, it's making Americans. I mean, look, we have all laughed about and we all laugh and joke and still laugh about the idiots who drive in their fucking cars alone and they have a fucking mask on. People are still doing that. Uh, We got to talk about the protected left now. Well, uh, there's a a story that came out yesterday, and I wanted to play it along with the, uh, or I wanted to read it, not play it, along with something that happened a long time ago. Does everybody remember the guy who played for the Atlanta Braves, left-handed pitcher John Rocker? Do you remember John Rocker? This is back in 1999-ish. He's a left-handed pitcher. He's a closer. Well, he came out and got interviewed for Sports Illustrated because he was dominant in the postseason. He would walk out, I want to rock, when he entered the game. Good old boy from Georgia. When the interview first started, they picked up John at his girlfriend's house. Or, or they picked up John's girlfriend. When she exited the car, he called another girlfriend, they said. No big deal. John then asked the interviewer, you know those characters who walk around Disney? Mickey, Donald, Minnie, he, and the reporter said, yeah, I know him. Uh, rocker did not have a mullet. No, that was Mitch Williams. Mitch Williams had the uh, great mullet. Um, he says, well, the people who got dressed in those outfits are all faggots, man. Fucking faggots. I'm just reading what he said. Now, remember, this is 20 years ago. And then he went on to talk about, you know, he he got interviewed again. They kind of just let that one go. And he got interviewed again for Sports Illustrated. Where is it in here? Where did he say it? Uh Uh-huh. He talked about how bad the people in New York City were.
8: New York City!
5: Yeah, yeah, talking about how they were uh, pretty much, uh, you know, all addicted to heroin. All kind of, I mean he went I, I had it. God damn it, I, I should have highlighted it, but then the highlighter does not look good on my computer screen. Uh, he got banned for 73 days. He was the first baseball player to get disciplined for a speech issue. Pretty much his entire career was over. Now, you're asking me, why am I bringing that up? Well, I'm bringing it up because there was a celebrity yesterday who decided to go out and go on Twitter. Her name is Bette Midler. Crazy fucking singer, was on Seinfeld, uh, very, very popular. Played the Rose in that movie, The Rose. She decided to come out and say yesterday, uh, she's upset at Joe Manchin because Joe Manchin didn't pass this bullshit Build Back Better thing. She comes out and says, and I quote, what Joe Manchin represents a population smaller than Brooklyn, what he's done to the rest of America who wants to move forward, not backward, like his state, is horrible. He sold us out. He wants us all to be like his state, West Virginia, poor, illiterate, and strung out. Why is she not on the front line of the fucking cancel people being shot up and down? Because everybody, look, look, I can joke with the best of people, yeah, There are a lot of fucking poor, illiterate people that are in West Virginia. But there are a lot of poor, illiterate people that live in New York State. Yeah, I I caught you people all, all wanting to go. New York City! No, I said New York State that time. Yet she's not canceled. Now, she came out with an apology I just want to apologize to the good people of West Virginia for my last outburst. I'm just seeing red. Joe Manchin and this whole family are criminal inter- and his whole family are a criminal enterprise. Is he really the best West Virginia has to offer? Surely there has to be someone there who has state's interest at heart, not his own? Well, of course not. No, 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 because everybody there is poor, illiterate, and strung out. You dumb bitch. Why isn't she canceled? I'm just I, I I look, I'm against canceling people. But what's good for the goose is good for the gander, is it not? She comes out and says all this shit about the people of West Virginia. She doesn't give a fuck. She put that apology out there, not out of the goodness of her heart. That was, you know who did that? Her publicist. Her publicist said, you can't say that. And she's like, fuck them. And I bet you her publicist is fired today because her publicist wrote this. That's not even the best part, though, yesterday. No, 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 no. More on Joe Manchin, stupid bitch herself, AOC. This, this is where I, I just have to laugh. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez suggested that she represents more people in Congress than in Congress than Joe Manchin. Um. <laughs> No, 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 no. She was on MSNBC yesterday getting interviewed. Here it is, right here. Here's the interview.
9: It is extremely difficult to hold together a House majority, and, you know, especially with the razor thin margin that we have around this agenda. So the idea that Joe Manchin says he can't explain this back home to his people is a farce. I mean, it's a farce in terms of, you know, plain democracy, because I represent more or just, just as many or more people than Joe Manchin does.
5: And nobody on MSNBC corrected her. Nobody. West Virginia has 1.8 million residents, the 10th most least populated state. Her district in Queens has about 700,000 residents. Each state has two senators, representatives they do based on the population. So he's representing at least 900,000. And this stupid bitch comes out and says this. And of course MSNBC isn't going to correct her. See, this is what I've been talking about. The powers that be now are just saying whatever they want to say. The, the 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 left is the shaggy song, it wasn't me. They just say whatever they want to say and nobody's there to say, "Uh, excuse me." Uh, that is completely incorrect, you stupid fuck. But of course not. You can't say that to AOC because she's like, yeah, she's, she's a fucking bitch. Oh. Then, then it didn't even stop there. In the wake of his killing of the Build Back Better plan, she slammed the fundamentally undemocratic way the senate operates really the undemocratic way that the senate of the united states of america operates she said it is nothing more than a good old boys club now come on are you kidding me
9: Once again, she was on TV and said this. Here we go. Once again on MSNBC. Uh, There are quite a few things that have been going on in the Senate. You know, you, Joe, having served in the House, you know how they turn the screws on the House of Representatives. (laughs) They will have us voting late. They will They will make your life very tough. And I must say that, you know, folks sometimes jokingly call Senate private school for a reason. Uh, we are treating the Senate, you know, just the fact that you can go on Fox News and say, I don't feel like voting for this or I don't think I'm going to do it.
5: Do, do, do you not understand what senators do? Do, do? Honey, hey, sweetums, hey, little girl, do you not realize that senators are a lot more powerful than you? Wait a second, is she really that dumb? Is she truly that dumb? You're in the House. There are 435 of you in the House. There are 52. I'm sorry, did, yeah. Aren't there only 52 senators? There's 104. I don't remember. But I know there are far less. Hold on, let me look it up. I just got to... A uh, hundred senators, two for each state. That's what I thought. There are a hundred senators, so there's two from each state. A little bit more power. A little bit, a little bit. See, see, they have to represent a lot more people, so they're more powerful. And the VP. Thank you, Triple T. Okay, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is by far the most dangerous person, and she's been relatively quiet up until the last few days. But I will say this, and I believe it in my heart of hearts. I think she is one of the most dangerous people we have in office right now. She's one of the most dangerous people in America. She represents the Bronx. You're the Bronx. And she thinks that that she represents all of New York. But you see, you don't, because you're not a senator. See, that would be Chuck Schumer and whoever else their other stupid senator is. Not you, hon. She's she's so dumb. All right. Now, let's move on to more woke bullshit here. Uh, uh, Aaron Sorkin. Who, who is a uh, left-leaning man. He's in Hollywood, of course. I guess he's being slammed right now for, for, what are they saying? Well, he's come out to say, casting based on race is the mother of all empty gestures. He, has, he produced a movie about Lucy and Desi Arnaz. I love Lucy. And they had Nicole Kidman play Lucy. By the way, Lucy is not from Australia. So how dare they do that? And Javier Bardem, who's from Spain, played Desi Arnaz. And people are beside themselves that they had a man from Spain playing a Cuban. This is what... I'd like to have that much time in the day. I would love to have that much time in the day to get upset that they didn't get a Cuban actor to play Desi Arnaz. Now, now, mind you, mind you, Javier Bardem is an accomplished actor. I believe he's been he's been fucking nominated for Academy Awards. Yet, since he's Spanish, nope, you can't play that role, sir. He's uh, Desi Arnaz is Cuban. Uh, I saw this on Netflix, I think. I was going to watch it. No pun intended. I love Lucy. Watched every episode over and over. Javier Bardem says that his job is acting like someone who he is not. I, that's the... Right? How can... Why, why doesn't somebody go to these groups and go, Do you understand what acting is? Christopher, I understand. <laughs> for saying, where do they think Hispanic comes from? Spain is the word Hispanic. Spain is the main word in Hispanic. That's what it, everybody who's getting upset with me who's saying, isn't that the whole point of acting? Yes, it is. But you see, nowadays you have to have it in there. Look, I used to get mad, and it was a funny mad, because I hated when they got foreigners to play southerners. All you got to do is rent the movie Next to Kin, one of Patrick Swayze's classic films. I'm I'm just going to say it right now. Patrick Swayze, possibly greatest actor of all time. Just saying it. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, look, look, look. You got, of course, the greatest movie to ever drop. And according to the guy who made uh, Roadhouse, or not Roadhouse, uh, Yellowstone, this movie?
10: Roadhouse.
5: Greatest movie ever. Then you had Point Break, the original, not that shitty remake. And then you had Next to Ken. We can just all agree right now, Patrick Swayze, greatest actor to ever portray anyone on film. But besides that, in the fine film, Next of Ken. By the way, he was also in Red Dawn, the original Red Dawn. Wolverines! That was on the other day. Great movie. But, uh, but... I used to get fun mad because it's so horrible. Like Javier Bardem can play Desi Arnaz. Okay. They have coaches now to help them with their diction and things like that. And their speech and their, their pacing and the way they speak. And he can, he can sound like somebody from Cuba. I won't bring up dirty dancing, but you got dirty dancing and ghost, you know, for all the chicks out there. What a well-rounded actor he is. Um, but but Liam Neeson, that's right, Liam Neeson. I'm Liam Neeson. He played a good old boy from Kentucky. <laughs> you want to talk about a bad accent, just watch next to Ken. That's all you got to do. And you'll see that. And I used to get mad because, like, Colin Farrell. Oh, Father McGarra, I'm Colin Farrell, don't you know. Oh, I'm fighting for the rebels down here in Dixie, don't you know. He played a Civil War Confederate. Can't have that. That's fucking awful. How about the awful Irish accent that Brad Pitt had in The Devil's Own with Harrison Ford? Not his great pikey accent he had in Snatch, but the one he had in that. It was fucking terrible. Oh, is that true? The West Side Story lead actress is Colombian playing a Puerto Rican? So everyone's all butthurt about that, too. Jesus. A lot of people are up hurt, uh, upset that uh, the, the, the male, the, the white guy in the movie, because he's had some, like, s- sexual assault-like things brought up about him that he's in this movie. That, that, that movie getting Panned. Hangtown Jen says, I can say living in Florida, I learned quite quick. You never call a Cuban a Mexican or even accidentally confuse them and say, gee, I had no clue. You guys traveled the way across the country. I figured you settled mostly in California, Arizona, and New Mexico. They do not take that likely. In my defense, I was 19 and clueless. Uh, Antonio Banderas is most famous for playing one of the most iconic Mexican characters ever in a movie, El Mariachi, in the movie Desperado. Antonio Banderas isn't Mexican. He's from Spain. You've never heard of any of us bitching about it because that movie is fucking cool. Exactly, man. It's not like It's not like they hired Tom Hanks to play Desi Arnaz. Lucy, I'm home. I mean, Aaron Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin, who's fucking liberal as the day is long, he ain't gonna fuck up that much. Matt Damon is not playing Desi Arnaz. Now, isn't it funny though? How it's okay. It would be. It would be catastrophically wrong of that. But can you imagine? if they hired i don't know vivica a fox to play lucy and anybody said anything think about it, we've had black annie we've done all these things uh, the the black version up why is there that i'm sorry it wasn't written that way before i apologize come up with your own shit the, the, the world that we live in now where we have to have, you know, every, every culture has to have their own. We have to have a black Annie. We have to have a Spanish a- Annie. We have to have a Canadian Annie, eh? It, it, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Everybody needs to put their little feelers back in. You and your causes and your thoughts and all that stuff is not that important. And if it's about your feelings, rule three. Fuck your feelings. I'm so tired of this. Can we, the ass family, come up with a better Desi Arnaz and Lucy? Uh, let's see. Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem. All right. No, no, because he's from Puerto Rico. I was going to say uh, John Leguizamo is Desi Arnaz. And then is Lucy... I mean, it's easy to say Kathy Griffin, but she's not funny at all, so I wouldn't put her in it. I mean, I don't have a problem with Nicole Kidman in it. I I think Drew Barrymore could have been a better Lucy, okay. After they created uh, Annie with the Black Annie, we as a society lost any right to complain about who's playing who. Shut the fuck up and enjoy the movie or don't. Move on. Yeah. Can you imagine if they had John Wayne to play Genghis Khan? Oh, wait, bad example. Deborah Messing, that's not a bad idea there for, for Lucy. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reason why Aaron Sorkin, Ooh, Scott, that's good. Amy Adams and Fez, Wilder, Valderrama. The reason why they got Javier Bardem and Nicole Kidman, I'm just going to let you know this, because those two are giant actors, and they put asses in seats. And let's all remember, it's called show business. Aaron Sorkin's job is to make a movie that people will like and go see and spend lots and lots of money on. The only and, and by the way, the only color that, that Aaron Sorkin cares about is green. We all need to fucking slow down and and, and hold our powder. And everybody gets so mad at shit. But once again, nobody gets mad at Robert Downey Jr. for playing a black guy in Tropic Thunder. Nobody. Nobody got mad at that. Come on. What about the Mexican kid in Chips? He's funny. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about, but no, no. And, and, and by the way, the, the, the guy who, re- when they remade Chips, I didn't even see it because it was going to be a comedy. Chips is not a comedy. Seven Mary Three, not a comedy. No, no, no. Ponch and John, not a comedy. Larry Wilcox. Eric Estrada, that's it. The end. So I I don't know. Has this uh it, this thing's come out? This movie's come out. I haven't seen it yet. Now E-Rise hit me with this story the other day, and we chatted a little bit about it, but now it's getting a little bit more national attention. Does everybody know what Quidditch is? I thought it was a card game for a while, but no, no, no. Quidditch. Quidditch is what they played in Harry Potter. Players from the fictional sport Quidditch, which they do play now on college campuses, and they play it in a bunch of different places, are looking to distance themselves from Harry Potter creator J.K. Rowling and rename their pursuit, upset her rejection of transgender does not align with their beliefs. Well, then, you know what? Here's the... I, I, I am so sick of this bullshit. Um if I was her and there was a league and it made any kind of money whatsoever, uh, that's copyright infringement. There wouldn't be a thing of Quidditch if it wasn't for J.K. Rowling. And I don't mean that in the hypothetical way where they say Babe Ruth built Yankee Stadium. That's not literal. What is literal is J.K. Rowling's made Quidditch. It was not, it's not a real sport. To play it, they rode around on brooms. And I haven't been to a broom dealership yet to where I can get a flying fucking broom. So now you stick the broom between your legs and you run and you try to make a goal or some bullshit. It's a fake game. It was made. It, this is not going to be on college campuses anytime soon. There will not be trading cards. But this league wants to distance itself. Okay, then this is what you do. You you want my help? Here you go. Uh, I still want to see Arnie on a Quidditch team so badly. I'd pay money for it. Running with his broom? No, I, I, I'm not going to do it because, no. Uh, I hate these people. Uh, these people are all awful. This is what you should do. If you want to distance yourself, then, then you, this is what you should do. You should get a ball, and instead of running around like acting on your brooms, you, you take the ball and you bounce it and you go up and down, a, 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 I don't want to say a field, maybe a court, and you try to throw that ball into the basket. Oh, wait, I'm appropriating basketball there. You know, a real sport. I don't understand why you what, you want to distance yourself from her because she made some, some comments about only women can have babies. Well, she's right. Oh, the ball might be metal in the Harry Potter series, but not on college campuses or where they're playing this. I hate all these people that want to take everything that J.K. Rowling's made. Profit off it healthily, but kick her ass to the curb because she doesn't really understand, or I, I think she understands that she doesn't support it. And and see, you used to have the right to do that. J.K. Rowling's, please, please, please tell me that you're going to sue any Quidditch league out there because they didn't get your, your written permission to do it. Ugh. It's so dumb. It is so dumb. We can't be around her. Well, look look here. (laughs) See, once again, this is me personally. I don't buy Nike shoes. I try not to buy any Nike products whatsoever. The only thing I would have that's Nike is probably a hat or two, and I bought those for the simple fact that they had an A on them. If you're going to, see, I don't, I don't buy Nike. Now, if I were to still wear Converse or Cole Hahn, then my, my, my whole thing is shot, just kind of like them. If they're so mad and they want to boycott J.K. Rowling's, then you can't play Quidditch anymore. Well, that's not going to make them happy. But that's the point of the whole thing. I like conver- I like Chuck Taylors, but I will never wear another pair until they are sold from Nike. At least I can be consistent in my ar- in my argument there. Or these these fucktards—they want to keep playing a game that J.K. Rowling, someone they hate, k- invented. It was never. It, it, look. Quiddish never existed until she talked about it. I hate this shit. I hate this world that we live in with this bullshit. Hangtown Jen says I 100% agree. You can't take the parts you like and refuse to acknowledge the other parts, as if they don't exist or where it came from. It's an original, can't be erased. Exactly. But they're all sitting. You know, well, we don't want. We we don't want her coming to our league games and things like that. We 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 don't want any part of her. Well, okay, then stop playing her game. It's her game. The game should be called J.K. Rowling's. That's what the game should be called. So much hate from the side that's supposed to be accepting and inclusive. Yep somehow society created this shit starting uh, in the late 80s. We created these fucktards. Why don't I buy from Nike is because they implement child s- slavery. And, 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 and I, don't, I don't like them as a company. I don't like who they employ. People like Colin Tavernick, who equates the NFL to a slave de- trade. I, I don't care for that. And they do nothing about it when he comes out and he says... The NFL is like the Mississippi slave markets. I, 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 and, and by the way, here's the thing. I don't have to. I don't have to buy their product. And and I wear Puma. Now, do I think that Puma is made on the up and up? Probably not. I'll be honest with you. Come on. Hey, uh, you know me. I'm going to be honest. I'll be and honest with you. They probably have labor camps, too. I don't know. But they don't go around kneeling for for the the flag. They don't go around doing all this bullshit. And if they had an athlete that did and they supported him, I probably wouldn't wear Puma either. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Oh, well, we, we, we still want to play Quidditch, but we don't want to have anything to do with her. Only the finest products made by Young Children's Hands, brought to you by Nike and Colin Kaepernick. Oh, don't forget LeBron. LeBron's going to be in there, too. All right, final story, and then we'll take a break, uh, play some Christmas music, come back with Listener Mail. Boy, oh boy, Elon Musk. You know how everybody was going after Elon Musk last week? I, I, I put my little brain to work thinking about this here story. Elon Musk was bitching about the fact that he had to pay so much in taxes. And when people said, oh, well, get out of the fucking country then, you piece of shit. I want to go up to that person and said, do you enjoy paying taxes? That's all he talked about was he didn't enjoy it. He thought about doing this, this, or the other to he get away from it. But he has, he has cooled his heads, and he is paying more than 11 Billion dollars in taxes. Eleven billion dollars in taxes. I know, probably not his fair share, but once again, eleven billion dollars. Aldous says, That's what I thought. More power to you, Arnie. And see, when you you do that, and look, I don't tell anybody to join me. These are my own personal things. I know that Cole Han Shoes and uh, Converse now are owned by Nike. I won't have anything to do with any of those companies. Wow, $11 billion. He's not paying enough. Shut up, Elizabeth Warren was talking about this. Fucking go get in your Jeep Cherokee. The only thing that is native to you, you stupid ass. Pretty sure it's more than what most of these one percenters pay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Here's his uh, Twitter was. For those wondering, I will pay over eleven billion in taxes this year. And Elizabeth Warren's still upset about that. You got COVID right now, you fucking cultural appropriator, you. alright five three five seven fans, Arnie Radio ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
11: All alone on the sidewalk Hoping that you won't pass him by Should you stop, better not, much too busy You better hurry, my how time does fly Distance, the ringing all of laughter, and in the midst of the laughter he cries. Pretty paper, pretty ribbons of blue, wrap your presence to your darling from you. pretty pencils to write, I love you, pretty paper, pretty one.
12: Still believe in you, so I've kept that old tree of burning with a light so pretty blue. I can't have a Merry Christmas. Merry make my dreams come true, all last night I dreamed old Santa Claus said that you were lonesome too, I can't have a merry Christmas, merry without you.
3: Right now. 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 Call 775 357 F A N S or 775 376 All right,
5: so the Christmas music there. Of course, you know Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree. Then, yes, Hangtown Jen, that was the one and only Willie Nelson doing pretty paper. Final one was Jerry Lee Lewis, the killer, doing I Can't Have a Merry Christmas. Mary. See, the girl's name was Mary without you. See, hey, you see how he did that. We we got more. And by the way, I I put the final touches on this week's music. I have Friday's show planned out musically. But let, let me just tell you, it, it, it's the this will be the place that you want other radio stations and things to like to look learn from. Friday is the day for Christmas music. Because I'm just playing the best shit that day. That day, I'm saving it all up for Friday. And man, oh man, is that going to be awesome. That is going to be fantastic stuff there. But before we even get to all that, we have to get to Listener Mail, which is brought to you by JS Floors. Got to say thank you to them for a fantastic year. Thank you so much for believing in the show and advertising on the show. They are the best flooring store in the West. Boy, did I find out some really, really sickening news about the rest. Do you know what the rest like to do around the holidays? You know know what they like to do? Uh, Let me tell you what they like to do. They collect mistletoe from houses that they've worked on, meaning they've stolen it from those houses. Then they take the mistletoe, and they tie it on their belts above their crotch, and go to nursing and convalescent homes and have old people kiss at their crotch. It's disgusting. And this is why they are not the best. Do you know who doesn't do that? Do you know? Do you not? Do you know who doesn't make convalescent home people do that? That's right. The good folks over at JS Force. You know why? They're too busy putting in the best damn floors for you. So call my friend Jesse, JSFloor, 775-267-4123.
10: Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Up, oh, oh, we're starting off with
5: an ask question. Uh-oh. Uh Uh-oh. Holy shit! Yeah, oh, it's that time. It's time to do a little Christmas concert for you. So here we go.
4: You have some problems.
5: Number two is a newer song that we've just decided to record. I think we did it last week or the week before for for the holidays. And here you go.
4: It's time to ask. It's time to ask and do it now. Before he fucks a cow, he wants to help you, but he is quite horny, yes, he will fuck that cow, oh my god, he's fucking that cow, unless, unless you ask him
10: now,
5: oh yeah, see, there, there you go, oh, that's the one we start way down here at 411. okay, hold on a second, we'll do that one again, all right, here we go, now we can do it. It's time to
4: ask and do it now before he fucks a cow. Yes, he is quite horny and he will fuck a cow. Dress yourself now. He will fuck a damn cow unless, unless. You
5: Now, the other day I was asked to do a new Christmas song. And my gift to you, the Ass Family, this year is a very special Christmas song just for you. Come ask a horny, come ask a horny, come ask a horny, before he goes and fucks a cow.
4: Come ask a horny, oh come ask a horny, come ask a horny, before he goes
5: and fucks a cow. I really want you to ride me right now, I really need you. To ride me right now, I really want you to ride me right now before I go and fuck a cow. I just told you I'd fuck a cow. I just
4: told you I'd fuck a cow. I just told you I'd fuck a cow
5: since you didn't ride me yet. Come ask Garney. Come ask Garney. Come ask Garney. Before he goes and fucks the cow. There you go. There you go. Boom. That shit just happened. That shit just happened. And now, the gift that never gets old. Since my voice is warmed up, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, The True Gift of the Holidays. I need to be on, like, the next Michael Bublé special or something. That right there, that it that, that doesn't get any better than that one. Wow. Scott says, it's a holiday miracle. And shit, three more rounds of these songs. You know I'm going to be mindlessly singing these throughout my day, no matter where I am. I hope so. I truly do. Uh, it sounds like come ask, Arnie. It's come ask, Arnie. Next, I suggested the hippopotamus song. Okay. Oh, my God, I heard that as soon as this tune started. As Arnie fucks a cow, as Arnie fucks a cow, Arnie fucks a cow unless you ask him now. Yeah, see, there you go. It's easy. Uh, all right, first letter is out there, and it says, Dear Arnie, I was wondering if you could give me some advice. All right, ass family, here we go. We've been put on the spot here. I'm really dreading Christmas with my family this year. I lost my job, I'm currently single, and I know that those are going to be two of the topics this year at Christmas. While my sister is living the perfect life with her husband, career, and kids, should I suck it up and take what's coming with all the questions? Or should I just get good and drunk so they hopefully will forget about me being there? That's from Harold. Hmm. Harold, 2021 was not your year, Harold. It happens. We all have bad years. Yeah, I'm starting to finally get back on having good years. For a long time, I just would have bad year after bad year after bad year. It's changed. This year was a great year. I had a fantastic year this year, knock on wood. You know, and it's one of those things that you had a bad year. Now, as far as going to your family's house, family to me is one of these big pains in the ass that people decide they want to put up with. Because this is the whole thing, is that you have to make a decision. Do you want to hang out with these people for the sheer fact that you're related to them? Do you like hanging out with them? Do you like being around these people? Or do you do it because they're quote-unquote family and that's what's expected? If it's the second one that it's because they're family, it's what's what's expected, I'm just going to tell you right now, why are you going? If you dread it so much and you dread it, are you only dreading it this year because of the job and the being single? Or do you truly dread it every year? I hated it. I hated being around my family. My family doesn't like me, and that's fine. I'm cool with that. I don't want to be around people that don't want to be around me. I can live by the golden rule. If I don't have anything nice to say, I won't say anything at all. I can. I choose not to live by that rule, though, most time. But you don't have to be around them. There's no law in place. And if they get butthurt over it, they need to be the ones that realized what they've done to you. Now, Douglas says good and drunk is the way to go. Uh, Cowboy's Girl says people are such pussies when it comes to family. Either don't go or tell them that you don't want to talk about it. What's so hard about that? Well, the second part, that ain't going to happen. They're going to talk about it, so it would be easier not to. Harold, does your family find joy in picking at the lows of their loved ones? I mean, shit, we all have ups and downs. If you feel that their judgment is going to be less fun of the joy-seeing relatives, I say buy a meal for yourself and stay at home. Make it your day. Call out sick or be honest and say, I'm just not into visiting this year. Family is by choice as an adult, in my opinion. If you don't want to go, don't go. Alicia says, Harold, I would say first, uh, start first with your perspective. You sound miserable and enjoy the misery. Talking shit on your sister because of her life choices are where you wish you were. Either go and make the best of it or don't and ruin, uh, and, or don't, and don't ruin others' day. Yeah. First of all, you don't have to go. It sounds like you and your sister don't get along that well. As you call it, her perfect life with her husband, career, and kids. Hey, man. Good for her. I look at my sister the exact same way. The problem is their lives aren't perfect. They all have bullshit. Okay? Nobody has a perfect life. If you don't like your sister and you don't want to go because you know they're going to be there, then don't go. Don't go. Look, I I dreaded, dreaded, dreaded anytime my sisters came to Reno. You know why? Because I had to go to please my dad. I did it for him. I did it as a favor for him. I chose to do the favor, and I played nicely. I let them talk all their shit they wanted to me. Okay, great. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I know I, I'm only a DJ. That's all I do. I make more than both your households combined, but hey, that's that's a whole other thing. But hey, whatever. I didn't I, I never said that to him. As the sister who has the perfect life that my brother wants. <laughs> get over yourself. Uh tough love buddy the world doesn't revolve around you you'll probably get asked once or twice and that's it it's not going to be the end of the world you're not going to be the first guy to get canned and dumped by your old lady hell there's a whole music genre dedicated to years like yours if your truck breaks down you can write a country song and make a million dollars merry christmas I'll just say it right now don't go don't go you're going to be miserable as fuck at the party, and people are going to pick up on your misery. And if you get anybody needling you, then you're going to get mad and you're going to make a scene, and bad things will happen. Don't go. Like I said, you don't have to go. Nobody's for It's not against the law not to see your family on the holidays. If you go and you're going because your mom, you have to realize you're going, you're doing someone a favor. Like I had to do, I didn't like it. But you know what? I sucked it up. I put my big boy pants on and handled my business. That's what you have to do. I'm sorry for you, Harold. I ain't going to be mean to you. I ain't going to put you down. I feel you on the bad years. I understand that. It, it does suck. It really, really does suck. But hey, man, just don't go. Stay at home. Enjoy the day. I'm sure like your sister, that nice house, cars, picture-perfect family isn't easy. We all struggle. Uh, some of us you don't cry about it. There you go. Uh, all right. Thanks, Harold. I appreciate you writing the show, buddy. All right, next one here. Let's get to it, shall we?
10: All right, scumbag,
5: pay attention. A lot of questions this week. It's time for mail call. Get
10: that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck
5: do you want? All right, this one is from Janine. It says, Arnie, I know that this sounds really bad, but I uh, I just wanted to know if there was a polite way of telling my husband that he really gives terrible gifts. I know you have given, gotten terrible gifts over the years, and you are now sharing it with everyone. But how did you handle it in the moment when it happened? Sometimes I just want to scream when I open his gifts. <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, it be long, begins with your perspective. Look at your situation as an opportunity to meet someone. Who could be better for you when losing a job is an opportunity to find better employment? There you go. That's the way to look at things, Douglas. Uh, all right, Janine, you don't like the gifts that your husband gives you. Okay. What, does he give you a bowling ball with his name carved in it? Cowboys Girls says next year, give them a list. Tell them what you want, what you really, really want. Hashtag Spice Girls. Uh, that's a great suggestion. Give them a list. Because you can't say anything. You you just can't. Unless you get, you know, your own talk show and you can decide to go off on it once you're divorced. Uh, It's not the adversity that matters. It's how you react and that makes a difference. Okay. Uh, So Janine doesn't like the gifts her husband gives him, And what's a polite way of telling your husband this? There's a lot of ways you can politely tell him. You can start giving him shitty gifts. But you really shouldn't. Look, don't don't let it change who you are. You keep giving the good gifts. Maybe that's the person he is. Maybe he didn't have anybody to teach him how to give good gifts. Yep. Uh, Let's see. First of all, before you get to the point of opening another shitty gift, you actually have to express to your husband what you want. A list is a must. You don't like the way they buy for you? Trust me. A list is what they want if they are not gift givers. Take the thinking out of it. Trust me. He won't be offended. Yep. Uh, Didn't give my man a list. Maybe I should have. I got a shirt with him with his naked body on it, which you can also get at tpublic.com. Um, I said, look, look, I have been going over my all-time worst gifts.
13: <sighs>
5: Which one am I going to do today? I've got three more. to. Do. I know the last one that I'm going to do. I've already done the flask story. The last one kind of changed my, my, my sentiment on how to act when I got bad gifts. Which one did I write down? I've got so many that I've gotten written down. My mom used to give really, really good gifts. My mom gave great gifts, for the most part. But every once in a while, she would send in a fucking dud. And, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put two stories together here on this one here. And, and I want to go back to the first letter, too. Yeah, oh, I've already done the 9-11 coffee table book, Stink Fist. Yeah, I, I did that story already. My mom, she always give me good gifts. And, and my worst gift that I'll talk about on Friday is from my mom. Which turned into a great gift, by the way. But that that's a whole different story. One year I wanted cologne as a young man. I got an amazing bottle of cologne this year. I got Eight and Bob, which is my favorite cologne in the entire world. And I got a huge bottle of it. So thank you very much, Braddy Kid, for that. This year, I, I, I think I was a sophomore in high school at the time, and I wanted Obsession for Men by Calvin Klein. That was the go-to cologne. It was either that or Drakkar Noir, and I didn't like Drakkar Noir. I wanted obsession. I told my mom I want obsession. Now, back in the day, a big bottle of that would cost you like $40. and Back in the day, $40 was a lot of money. Still is. Well, my mom was never going to pay $40 for a bottle of cologne. Instead... Instead, she got me a bottle of Chaps. And her reasoning was, it's made by the same guy who makes that polo stuff, which is $50 a bottle. You all remember the Ralph Lauren Chaps cologne? Yep, yep, I got a big old fucking bottle of that shit one year. And I I, I learned from that moment. This is the best part about getting bad gifts and people going off the list. You have to know who to give the list to. And who's going to stay on the list. Now, moms don't stay on the list at all. Uh... You should have asked your grandma for it. That's when grandma had her Alzheimer's, so I I couldn't really ask grandma for much then. But uh, mom gave me a big bottle of Chaps, and it it was so bad. Oh, God. And I had to wear some like that day. I ended up returning it and got a bottle of gray flannel instead. But, man, that was such a bad gift. Oh, so bad. But I want to go back to the first letter real quick. It was Christmas uh, 2010. That was the year that on December 1st, that year, I got hit in the face a number of times by my ex-wife, Satana. And I knew as soon as she hit me, my, my, my marriage was over. I mean, I, I had pretty much knew it was over to begin with. But when she threw a bottle of wine at me, Flipped over a table, busted the glass out of the table, one of the shards went in my leg, and then she hit me seven times in the face. I knew my marriage was over. And that happened on December 1st. Now, I was supposed to go to Tennessee that year for Christmas, like every year, and I said, No, I'm not going. So, Harold, I stood up for myself and I didn't go that year because I knew it would have been miserable. So when, um, when I did go to Christmas, I went to my dad's for Christmas. And when I went to my dad's, he was going to end up going to Beverly's family for their white elephant Christmas thing. And I'll never forget, it was on Christmas, and uh, I got a phone call, and it was from Satana to wish me a Merry Christmas Christmas because we were at that point still married, unfortunately. And her dad got on the phone, and I ended up hanging up on him because he started crying, wanting me to fly out there the next day, and I wasn't going to do that. All I wanted to do, all I wanted to do was sit at my dad's house and watch TV. That's all I wanted to do. My dad forced me to get cleaned up to go to Beverly's house. And, And let me just tell you, it was fucking miserable. It was terrible. And I look back on it, and I'm so happy I did it. Because then I wasn't allowed to sit and wallow in my own hate and, and, and all that. So what I'm trying to say to you, Harold, is that sometimes doing stuff that you don't want to do is okay. You don't have to go to your family's. If somebody invites you to go to a party, go to their party instead. It, it, it's going to be equally as shitty, but you won't be alone. So that's all I got to say about that. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, and you have to be specific, the name, size, color, place, you can't find it. And be clear, no substitutions, because kind of like obsession uh, is fascination, which is nothing like obsession. No, it's not. Cash and gift cards are always good as gold, in my opinion. It requires no thought or planning. I always appreciate cash and gift cards, mainly because I expect nothing from nobody, especially around the gift-giving time of year. I remember back in the day when gift cards were awesome. See, this is back when I was, like, when gift cards were first starting to become a thing. I always asked for those because because you used to be able to use a gift card. You could get, like, a $50 gift card to, I don't know what random, JCPenney, right? You get a $50 gift card to JCPenney, you buy something that's $5, they would give you the $45 and change. There wasn't this bullshit automatic stay on the card shit. And then I would use that $45 to go out and buy alcohol or something like that. But now the gift cards are like, eh, I like the Visa cards. Hate the restaurant cards. Hate those. Because I always get stuck getting, like, Applebee's or someplace shitty. I don't want those. Give me the Visa cards. And, yes, you have to be specific on your list. Everybody who said make a list, absolutely, 100% easily.
3: Correct the mundo.
5: But you got to be specific, just like Jen said. Don't be vague. Don't say you want a cap. Tell them what kind of cap you want. Otherwise, you're going to get shit. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Next one here.
10: Uh huh. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie,
5: I've listened to you for so long, I can't remember when I started. And this is the best you've ever sounded. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really like the stories about all your bad gifts that you've gotten. I was just wondering what's been the best-slash-favorite gift you've ever gotten. Mm. Uh, Hmm. Off-topic. Fucking Kaiser. All these kids that are getting their jabs. They're putting their name up on a wall with yellow stars. Hmm. Where have we seen that in history? I literally work for the devil. (laughs) Hmm. All right, so best gift. Brady Kid's a great gift giver. But easily the best gift I ever got. And I know I talked about it already, but you asked the question. Best gift I ever got. And at the time, it was terrible. It was awful, but he thought it was funny. It'd have to be the frame picture of my dad. It's the greatest gift I ever got. Dad was so proud of it that he went to Sears. and he put on his bright yellow sweater, royal blue polo shirt and posed for that picture. I think he got that in 2006 or seven or uh, yeah 2005, baby. So I've had this picture for 15 years. and I get to see it every every day. I would have to say easily that is my all-time favorite gift that I've ever gotten. I mean, I've gotten lots of great gifts, amazing gifts. But, yeah, the the, the picture of Dad there, Christine, I would have to say, the best gift I ever got. I think I even got, like, an Xbox that year, too. <laughs> but, yeah, the... I'll never forget opening it up, man. I opened that thing up. I was like, "What did Dad send?" And I opened this thing, and it was a picture of him. And he got such a kick out of it. And another reason why it's the best gift ever is because it still hangs in everybody's house. He he uh, he sent it to all three of his kids. To all of his grandkids, and everybody still has that picture hanging up. It's a it, it was awesome, just fucking awesome. So that that would be Christine, my favorite gift of all time. Even though it was a joke, I'm surprised uh, Satanet didn't send threads to Natalie Golbus. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right, next one here. Let's see. Let's go.
10: Uh huh. Suck in your gut! It's time for mail call! Don't move! Stay where you are! It's time for mail call! Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I need some help.
5: You see, my wife wants to go get family pictures done for next year's Christmas card. We did this last year, and this year we got a new family photos done as well. When will enough be enough? Signed, Gary. Yeah, I'm so glad I got this because a friend of mine on Facebook the other day put up family pictures. This motherfucker puts up family pictures at least once every three weeks. I don't know what it is. I just don't. I, I don't get it. Maybe it's because I'm old. I don't understand this fascination with family pictures. I've never gotten it. I never, ever will. This idea that you're going to go to a local park or something and a photographer's going to come and take your pictures at sunset or sunrise and you're wearing your best outfit and you're putting on these smiles or you're all wearing the same fucking pajamas. Man, nothing angers me more than seeing... I, I don't know what it is. It's a visceral fucking feeling I get in my gut. I hate those. Oh, Gary, I don't know how you've done it so long. The whole family pictures thing. Are you going to forget what they look like? Are you going to put that up on a missing uh, sign in case they they leave you? Oh, look, look, every once in a while, I get it. I totally understand. Like, we we did it for my dad's 80th birthday. We all wore the same sweater except Beverly because she's a fucking bitch. Or the same shirt, same jeans. We all took these pictures. We did it for his 80th birthday. We did it once. One time. That was it. But my sisters have done this. People I know have done this. They take these family, or they, they, they take the old West photos. People say I'm narcissistic. That's like the most narcissistic thing in the world. When you're divorced, Gary, it sounds like your family's things, at least her thing. My mother just asked me the other day, uh, pointing to an empty spot on her wall, when will I get a picture of you and Mike? We've been together almost 13 years and never done it. Had to tell her, oh, uh, oh mom, you can fill that spot with something else because Mike and I are never going to do that. And, well, the kids are grown by now, so that time's passed. Uh, you say I'm a great gift giver. What's the best gift I've ever given besides my hand in marriage, uh, Bubba? You gave me the dog Bubba, so that was the best gift you ever gave. I wish I wish I could say, uh, Brady kid, it's silence, but you you don't understand what that gift is. Uh, Alicia says annual family pictures are important. I love seeing pictures from years ago and how my kids. I uh, have grown and reminiscing on those days. See, it's a woman thing. It's a chick thing. Guys, let, let, me, let me, ladies, let me let you in on this. Your husbands and your boyfriends that do these damn things, they're doing it for you, okay? They're doing it to keep you happy. They aren't doing it to get sex. They aren't doing it to fucking get your favorite meal, or their favorite meal made. They're doing it to fucking just get you off the fucking back about taking goddamn pictures. Oh! God, family pictures just drive me nuts. Once a year for pictures is normal. People change over time, especially kids. Your son will only be five years old once. Embrace it and feel lucky that you have a family to take pictures of. Not all of us do. Well, there you go. That's one way to look at it. That's the opposite way of the way I look at it. See, here's the thing. You get those pictures done at school. Those are school pictures, so... When your son's five and he takes his first kindergarten picture, absolutely you take that picture. But when they're six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and the family's changed, it, oh, no. Oh, this is so, oh, God. I know every photographer in the world right now hates me because this is how they make their fortunes. Oh, God. LMAO silence is overrated. No, no, it's not. Um, I hated these damn family pictures as a kid and young adult. Now I have a daughter and the greatest girlfriend ever and don't mind family pictures. Now it's case by case. Hey, ask me if I give a fuck if they like it or not. Oh, I know you don't. And that's why you guys do it. I will now give up my man card and take my life in the most disgusting manner ever possible. Ah, uh, let's see. And if you ever have family like my ex-husband walk into his mom's house, you see all the family portraits, all of them. Look, they're the sisters, Nina, with her ex-husband and the kids. And there's a sign again with the second husband and more kids. And then there she is again with the third husband and grandkids. It's odd. It's odd, and it's so, oh, God. Man, I feel, like, I feel for all my male friends that have to take more than one set of pictures a year. I feel for my male friends that have to take at least one set a year. Oh, God almighty. Just You got a phone now. Take my damn picture. Just superimpose me on there. And the ones where everybody wears the same shit, come on. When does that really ever happen at your house? That y'all walk out to the breakfast table in the morning and everybody's wearing the same thing. Don't even give me such so That that might just be a, an Arnie thing. I I do not like dressing like other people unless I'm in a team setting. If I'm in the, like if I'm playing a sport or something, then I'll dress like other people in my group. But this whole matching shit that that stuff's got to go. Oh man, if I had twins, they would be individuals immediately. would be like, we have to dress them. And say, no, we don't. Nah, uh uh. No, see, I'm going to dress them this way. That way I can tell them apart. Because I ain't going to be able to tell them apart otherwise. Oh, man. Motherfucker, this Saturday you'll be matching with my family. Nope, I will not. Mm mm. Fuck you. I won't come out. Mm mm. I don't do that shit. I don't, uh, Homie, don't play that bullshit. Mm 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 make me feel like I'm in Auschwitz or something like that if I got dressed like everybody else on the same day. Fuck all that. All right, next mail here. Let's go. Let's get to it, shall we?
10: Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Huh. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, as a fellow
5: Cowboys fan, I am really happy that we are at 10 wins already, but Sadly, I have to agree with something that you've been saying. And I hate that you might be right about this because I, too, am a big fan of the Cowboys. But I agree with you that Dak Prescott will not take the Cowboys, let alone win a Super Bowl. What were the Cowboys thinking? (sighs) Ryan, I wish I knew. I really, look, look, I want Dak to succeed. I'm I'm not saying that he's terrible. I'm not saying he even sucks yet. I'm saying the man is broken. He had a bone sticking out of his leg, all right? The factory seal has been busted. Once you have that first surgery and that factory seal's been busted, you're never the same, physically or psychologically. Um... I don't think that's what's bothering him. I I just don't think he's that good a quarterback, honestly. He's not horrible. You know, when the league – see, what makes a quarterback great is this, is that when the league figures you out and you've had all this success and they start clamping down on it and then you figure out a way around that, that's what makes you a successful, great quarterback. Dak, they don't figure him out at the beginning of the season. He has all these amazing games, and all of a sudden, people start figuring him out, and now he can't. He He's still playing the exact same way. He hasn't changed. So I I, I have to say that I, I agree with you. The Cowboys will probably never go to the Super Bowl with Dak. I'm getting to the point where I don't even know if the Cowboys will ever go to the Super Bowl again. I'm okay with the five championships, I've been around for four of them. Well, three that I remember. I remember the Stars winning the Stanley Cup. I was at the Longhorns winning the national championship. Um, The only thing I need now is is a World Series ring from the Rangers. I can die a happy man then. Rangers win a World Series. I am on death watch. I'm just telling you the truth because I won't need to see anything else. I might be done with sports then. Who knows? Because it will have happened. And that and that one's the big one for me because I played baseball my whole life, and that's the one I want more than anything. But, yeah, as far as the Cowboys go, I'd like to see them enter the fucking Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes maybe in the offseason. Oh, fucking Aldo, you can say hashtag 2010 or 2011. I went to a damn game in 2011. We didn't win. Going to the World Series and losing sucks. Arnie needs to be careful what he wears before he <laughs> with his douche face gets upset. Huh? He wears before what his douche face gets upset. Okay. Uh, all right. Next one here. Let's see. It's
10: here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie.
5: I'm not sure if you watched any of the golf this weekend where the dads were playing with their kids, but Tiger and his son finished second to John Daly and his son. At one point, Tiger and Charlie, that's his son, had 11 birdies in a row and almost won. What do you think this means for Tiger in the long run, James? Um, I watched uh, I watched a bunch of this this weekend the uh, the PNC Championship. I thought it was awesome to watch Tiger play with his son. More importantly, it was awesome to watch Tiger play. Um, yes, Down Jin says. It means he breeds very good stock. What does it mean for Tiger? Well, it means he's healthy and he's swinging the club. And he hit the ball pretty well. I mean, this wasn't an actual, actual real event. There are no PJ standing points on there. There are no exemptions, anything like that. It was best ball. You kind of expect Tiger to be near the top and have eleven birdies in a row. I thought it was awesome because the man almost lost his leg in a car accident this year. Tiger even says he's got such a long way to go because he's he rode around in a cart. His leg's not strong enough to walk yet all that way. That's why I, but I will say this right now, watching what he did. I'm ready to put the bet down. 2023 Masters, not 2022, not next year's Masters, the Masters after. I'm just telling you right now, Tiger Woods is not done playing competitive golf. If you know anything about Tiger Woods, he, he, he's not. He's going to go out there and continue to play. At a very high level because that's all he knows how to do. I thought it was truly awesome to watch father and son moments like that. You know, Tiger was talking about a lifetime of memories. I have those with my dad. I feel bad for people that don't have those kind of memories. I... Some of the best gifts I ever gave Dad were golf trips. One of my favorite one of my favorite trips we ever took, I was playing such bad golf. We went up to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And they have a beautiful golf course there. They have the island green where you got to take a boat to the island. And we're playing there, and I was playing like shit. I had the hostels that week. If you don't know what that means, it, it, it's it's really, really bad. I got it kind of figured out a little bit. But I'll never forget, third hole, dad's out there, he's got a polo shirt on, some white shorts that are way too big for him, fucking brown shoes and white socks that are pulled up to his calves, and dad's got to pee. Now, when you go out and you're playing court lane, they give you a cart and they give you a four caddy. What a four caddy does, they ride on the back of the cart, and they tell you where to hit the ball, they read the putts for you and tell you how it's gonna break, right? Well, our four caddy was was a female. And she's the she she was there for the all four of us in the group. Well, we're over there putting. Dad got done putting, he's like, I gotta piss. And dad, like like, look. look, look. This is a normal thing for guys to pee on the golf course. It It's normal. But what you usually do is you go behind the green. You find a tree, and you go behind the tree and do it. Not good old Jer. Nope, nope, nope. And he had some kind of fucking big, like, Panamanian hat on, some bullshit straw hat. And that motherfucker picks a tree right next to the golf carts literally right next to the golf carts and i took a picture of it because and i wish i still had that picture that's my favorite picture of my dad and the reason why i took the picture is because you could see the female caddy walking up and there's dad who has braced himself against the tree with his left hand he's holding the money maker in the right hand doing his business on this tree and I get in the cart, and I just look at him. I go, what the fuck was that? I had to take a piss. I go, Dad, you can't take a piss in front of the cat. Oh, she's seen a dick or two before. <laughs> we just drove off. It's one of my all-time favorite memories. And that's the cool thing about watching golf this weekend, was that Tiger now will have start to have those memories with his son. His son will have those of his dad. And that's what it's all about. I didn't look at this tournament to see if Tiger was back back yet. It was good to see him play that well. But man, oh man. It was it it brought up a lot of funny things that dad has done on golf carts or golf courses. Shit that he's shown up wearing. We played it was, I'll I'll tell you another one there's one more time. So we used to have a, on the show that I was on, we had a golf tournament like 3 years in a row. Now one year we had it up at Serrano up in El Dorado Hills. Shout out to my man Clint and Jimmy and, and John up there. We had it up there, and they had the long drive competition. And my dad could hit the ball straight. He didn't hit the ball very far. He hit it about 220, 225 down the middle every time. And he was down the middle every time. Fucking bastard. Well... He was playing with a, a friend of ours who at the time was a chiropractor. And this dude was big, and he was yoked. And he could hit the ball a fucking mile. But we didn't know where it was going. So he hits, he, that guy, the, the chiropractor hits his tee shot and just crushes it. But he crushes it way fucking left. So dad hits his tee shot, hits it 220 down the middle. Then dad hits a second shot, <laughs> about 150 yards. He, he kind of topped it, but it went 150 yards. And it went past the long drive stick thing. And dad convinced everybody in the cart not to say anything because there was a marshal out there. And they go, was this your tee shot? And my dad goes, yeah, that's the tee shot I hit right there. Ask the doctor here. And the fucking chiropractor's like, yeah, that's his tee shot. My dad won the long drive competition that year, and I laughed so fucking hard at that. I mean, I got off the course, and, and you know, of course, you know, scabs are, did, did your dad really hit that? I was like, yeah, he really hit that, and I found out later it was his second shot. I just started fucking dying. But, yeah, dad took home the prize. I think it was like a $100 prize for the long drive. He did not feel bad about it whatsoever. Oh, God damn, he was funny on the golf course. Uh, So there you go. Uh, All right. Next one here. Let's go.
10: Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Nope. Nope. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do
5: you want? Uh, Arnie, I'm new to this whole TikTok world, but I was wondering, do you think any of the hot chicks really look that good or is this all just filters and lies from Matt? Yep. Yep. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of filters that get, yeah, the, the filters are out of control on this. I, I, I don't understand, like, I, th- this is the thing I don't get about, like, these dating sites and things like this, and, and everybody, and, and guys do this shit, too. This isn't chicks only. Guys go on those dating sites, the 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 tenders and things like, I don't even know what's out there anymore, don't care. And they take these selfies of themselves because they're so important and they need pictures of themselves again. Yet they run it through like 48 different filters, right? Then they put their post up and they, they put it up there on the dating site. And you're scrolling through there and you're like, oh, okay, this looks good, this looks good. And then if you somehow end up meeting, You're meeting someone you've never seen before because they don't look anything like that goddamn filter. I hate these filter things. On all my videos that I do, I do not use a filter at all. Oh, those filters are such a pain in the ass. I might use like the black and white screen every now and then, mainly because it's on accident. Those filters are how dudes get catfished by trans women. Filters need to be banned. I, uh, the filters are a pain in the ass. And you guys that use filters, how about you man up a bit? You realize you're a man. You're supposed to have blemishes and scars. Scars are fucking cool. Scars are great because it has a story. Buenos dias, o- or Adam, how are you doing, my friend? The filter I used, just another picture of someone more attractive. <laughs> just kidding. Well oh, man, that's fine. Ah, uh, oh, God, man, we've talked a lot about pictures today. All right, final one here. Here we go. Let's see.
10: Welcome to mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want?
5: Uh, all right, it says Arnie. Okay, real quick hypothetical question for you. If you had to get rid of one of these guys or sets of guys, who would it be and why would you keep the others? Okay. So am I getting rid of just one or one of each? I'm not sure. Pete Davidson. Scumbag. Trevor Noah, piece of shit. The Island Boys, oh, God damn it. Or the Paul Brothers. Thanks for the great show every morning, Heather. Appreciate that, Heather. Uh, All right, let me uh, let you in on, if you don't know who the last two are. The Island Boys are a couple of fucking idiots that live in Florida who are only famous because of social media, that they, they they have, like, dreadlocks, but they make them stand up like matchsticks on their head. They look really stupid. They've been around for about a year. And then the Paul brothers, that's Jake and, and Logan Paul. Jake Paul just had a fight this week that was fixed, and he allegedly knocked out... Uh, Tyrone Woodley of the UFC. He's never fought an actual boxer. He's fought nothing but wrestlers. He won't fight a boxer because he's a pussy. Trevor Noah is the host of the Daily Show on Comedy Central. He took over for Jon Stewart. So if I... I'll answer it this way. If I've got to get rid of one of the each one one of each, and why I would keep the other one, I would get rid of Pete Davidson because Pete Davidson adds nothing to our society at all. He's not funny. He's not witty. He's a terrible dresser. Now he's relevant because he's having sex with Kim Kardashian. Trevor Noah, the reason why I keep Trevor Noah is because Trevor Noah is going to end up canceling himself. Nobody's watching The Daily Show anymore. The Daily Show used to be one of the most watched things on cable TV. He's a quote-unquote comedian. He is from South Africa. He, He sucks. And he will find his way out of Hollywood faster than he found his way in. So I, that, that's the only reason why I'm choosing Pete Day, and, and Pete Davidson has n- zero abilities to do anything. Zero. Yes, they are the YouTubers. The, the Paul brothers are the YouTubers who went into that suicide force. Yes. They almost got canceled for it. Now, if I got to get rid of the other ones, I think i get rid of the Paul brothers. And the reason why, this is the reason why. The Paul brothers are making a mockery out of boxing. They truly are. They're fighting former football or basketball players. Logan, the older brother, fought against Floyd Mayweather. And if you watch that fight, any 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 fan of boxing will see the point where he gets knocked out. He he gets knocked out by Floyd Mayweather. And for Floyd Mayweather to knock out somebody who's 40 pounds heavier than him with those brittle hands that he has means that Logan Paul is not much of a boxer. Neither is Jake Paul. All these people want to say, well, look, he's 5-0, and and this is all he does is train for boxing. He hasn't boxed anyone yet. If you were to put him in the ring, I don't know what he weighs, what, 205? Would he be a heavyweight or middleweight? Put him in the ring again. You know what? Bring Roy Jones Jr. out of retirement. I bet you Roy Jones Jr. whoops his fucking sorry ass. The Paul brothers are a complete joke. Uh, Let's see. Christopher says, Trevor Noah sucks. I would get rid of him. Because I missed the Daily Show. I watched his first two episodes, walked away, and never looked back. Trevor is the only one that has had an effect on my life, okay? At some point, there's going to be a large portion of famous people who have dipped into the Kim Kardashian well. She's been married three times so far and dated how many? At some point, she loses her specialness, does she not? Oh, she lost that a long time ago. Kim Kardashian is just disgusting. I uh, her vagina and, and a 30 foot pole wouldn't even come near me. Want nothing to do with that. That's just disgusting. Island boys easily, they're a visual abomination. Dear God in heaven, let's trade the Island boys for Brody Lee, former pro wrestler. Let, let, let me say here's the the reason why I keep the Island boys is because the Island Boys will never, ever be relative. The most that they've got going for them is that they'll be like one of those popular reality stars and then start just doing all those reality-type you know, shows where all the reality stars do a reunion and they do their shows. That's the only thing that these kids could hope for because they're just too stupid. They were on a podcast that Logan Paul had last week, and they walked out because this guy who's on the podcast said, God forbid it doesn't take off, meaning their rapping career. And by the way, I'm just here. As someone who has good radio ears, their rapping career will never, ever take off. They were booed off a stage in Florida, where they're from. They had to take a boat to get to the... The, the place or whatever, right? They get on stage and they get booed off. That's their only concert they've ever done. When asked about it, they start flexing like, oh, yeah, well, you know, place acoustics weren't that good, blah, blah, blah. And the Island Idiots, they got kicked out of the uh, Jake Paul fight this weekend. They're trying to say, we didn't get kicked out. No, we didn't get kicked. They got kicked out because they're a couple of scumbags. But I'll tell you this right now. They're going to end up in prison. And I, and I think, honestly, that would be the best place for them to end up. There's a lot of other places they could end up. Prison would probably be the safest for them. Dear Jesus, they're only 20. They've made some serious life choices with their tattoos at 20. Sad, some parental guidance wouldn't have been beneficial. So some, some parental, yeah. Well, they they talk about how their dads died. And I'm like, yeah, well, he didn't want to be here for part of that. I, I don't like them. They're, they're dumb. They really are dumb. When they were asked in that podcast, God forbid it, it doesn't work, meaning their rap career. You could sell some of your jewelry, and they got pissed at that. They got pissed, and then the one goes, bro, you know I'm thugging, right? Meaning he thinks he's a badass. I'm just here to say this right now. When you can't tell your chest apart from one of the big things in your one of the horns in your hair, don't come around saying you're thugging. Because I will literally hit you in the chest so hard that I can pull your spleen out. Oh, what a terrible question, Heather. I got to keep people from that? I I don't want to keep anybody. Oh, God, because the Logan brothers are just a couple of scumbags, too. All right, uh, that does it for listener mail. Please feel free to write me anytime you'd like at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can also hit me up here on Mixler. And uh, back to the Christmas music we go.
13: shepherd boy do you hear what i hear ringing through the night shepherd
6: Can't but stay. baby, it's
14: cold outside.
6: I've got to go but away. But baby,
14: it's cold outside. A
6: rape song. that been been
14: you drop you so
6: very nice.
14: I'll hold your hands. They're just like My ice. mother
6: will start to worry.
14: Beautiful, what's your hurry? My
6: father will be pacing the floor. Listen
14: to the fireplace so roar. So really,
6: I Better scream
14: Beautiful, please don't hurry Maybe
6: just a half a drink Put home. some
14: records on while I pour Neighbors
6: might But baby, think.
14: it's bad out there
6: Say, what's in this drink? No string.
14: caps to be had out there I wish I knew Your eyes how are like starlight now To
6: break the spell I'll take your hat
14: Your hair looks I swell I
6: to say no, no, Mind no, Mind if sure. I
14: move at least I'm
6: gonna say that I tried What's
14: the sense of hurting my pride?
6: Really can't stay. Baby don't hold
14: out oh, but it's cold
6: outside I simply must but go Baby it's
14: cold outside
6: but baby, it's
14: cold outside
6: This welcome is How lucky that
14: you dropped so in
6: So nice and warm Look
14: out the window At that storm My
6: sister will be suspicious Gosh, your lips
14: look delicious My brother
6: will be there at the door Weeps upon
14: a tropical shore
6: Ooh, your
14: lips are delicious or Maybe
6: just a cigarette more
14: Never such a lizard before Got
6: to get home But
14: baby, you'll freak out there,
6: Say, me a call. it's up to your
14: knees out there,
6: really I thrill dead, when you touch my hand, but don't see, how can you
14: do this thing to There's me,
6: bound to be talked think of
14: my lifelong sorrow,
6: there will be plenty implied. if
14: you got pneumonia and died, really can't get over that hole,
6: oh,
8: but it's cold. cold.
3: Seven five three five seven F A N S four seven seven five three seven six E Z E Z. Look at that! That was
5: a fun trio of music there. Everybody seemed to enjoy that one. We had uh, Pentatonics with Whitney Houston. Do you hear what I hear? Then, of course, a Christmas classic from uh, a Christmas movie, Die Hard. Christmas and Hollis from Run DMC, and then. From the Seth MacFarlane Christmas album. Yeah, the guy who made Family Guy put out a Christmas album because he loves big band music. And uh, did Baby It's Cold Outside. So there you go. Those are your Christmas songs. We will finish with the George Strait Christmas song, of course, uh, as we have done all week. And we got, what, three more days? Today's only Tuesday. So I got music for tomorrow, Thursday, and then Friday. Like I said, Friday is the, the mega show of music. I I I mean, look look look. Let let, let let me just give you a quick. I don't know. I'm just gonna give you a little preview here. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Like like this one here. No, I'm not gonna play this one though. I'm not playing that one. That one's terrible. I mean, I mean, there you go right there. There you go. The Melika Locky song. I, I mean, there's so many good Christmas songs that Sunday, I, or for Friday, I got to save for Friday. Man, oh man. I'll play my favorite Christmas song that day, which is a, a George Strait Christmas song. Uh, that'll all be happening on Friday of this week. Now, speaking of Christmas, the war on Christmas, I, I, I thought that we had we had long battled the war on Christmas, and maybe we we're starting to see some light, and that, that we weren't really getting it a lot this year. A lot of people are in the holiday spirit. Well, uh, in the immortal words of Lee Corso from uh, ESPN, not so fast, my friends. <laughs> And usually when you hear a story about a fraternity on a college campus, usually it involves a dead kid who's drank too much or, I don't know, a bunch of date rapes that happened there. No, 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 not this time. Emory University, they're the bad guys here. The good guys are the Alpha Tau Omega Frat, as good as fraternities can be. Um... Who were told they were in violation of the school's policy. Maybe they'll go on double secret probation. The Georgia University has reportedly banned a fraternity from hanging a Christmas wreath on their front door. <coughs> Housing policy states student cannot put up exterior decorations themselves. (sighs) Emory University in Atlanta reportedly told the school's Alpha Tau Omega fraternity that the Christmas wreath on the front door was in violation of the school's policy, and they will be written up for it. The, the, the House Improvement Chairman of ATO, Davis Van Inrigan. that sounds like a frat guy's name, uh, said they were not aware that they had violated the policy, saying that this is a new restriction. According to the university's housing policy, sorority and fraternity houses are allowed to request permission to put up exterior holiday decorations but they must be approved by the housing operation team. I, you, you know, you know, this this is the thing I don't like. This, this is what I truly hate about the world. It's not like they're trying to put up a wreath of used rubbers. Okay? They they weren't putting up something that was that that looks tacky, you know. It's a Christmas wreath. And I know rules are there for a reason. But it to me, it seems like more of it, it is this fucking war on Christmas. I have gone out of my way this year to say Merry Christmas to people. I don't want to say Happy Holidays anymore because it's Christmas. Now, if you're a person says Happy Holidays, and more power to you. I'm just giving you what I'm doing on my own here. But this war on Christmas, it, 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 it's it been played out, and I'm done. That, that, that's all I'm going to say. It's played out, and I'm done with it. You know, where they, they force these employees to say, oh, happy holidays. We can't say Merry Christmas, you know, because it might offend somebody. If saying Merry Christmas truly offends somebody, that person needs to fucking, they need some serious counseling. I, I, I Honestly. If you're offended by Merry Christmas, I'm not Jewish, and if someone were to say to me, Happy Hanukkah, I would return it. I would be like, Happy Hanukkah to you. I'm not Jewish. I don't find it offensive. Happy Kwanzaa. Hey, right back at you. as We all need to get over this. This is what we all need to do. And ass Family, I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to those fucking vultures that are listening for free right now over in their other cubicles. You need to get over yourselves, people. You're not that important. I'm offended by it. You're offended by that? Really? It's going to stop you from doing anything else that you're going to do today is because you're so offended by this. Lighten up, Francis. It's a wreath on a door. Once again, these college campuses going too far to show who's in charge. I I, I love it. I, I I hope that more fraternity houses do this. That's what I'd like to see. Sorry, Mr. What do you put uh, was it just a regular holiday spirit rift like a grown up wreath? Yes. Yeah it was. They didn't get the approval of the board. They are in trouble. Yep, and that's it. I love that everyone here in Oklahoma says Merry Christmas. Yeah. I only say Happy Holidays as a catch all, including New Year's, unless I'm talking about Christmas or New Year's specifically. That's it. Okay. I like to think of the Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> this is so, like, this whole idea. I get offended when you say Merry Christmas. Do you really? Do you really, it offends you? You need some thicker fucking skin then. Because the world, you know, let me just say this right now. The world is not a place for you. If Merry Christmas truly offends you, well, you must, you, you have a superpower because you obviously drive with your eyes closed. There's far more offensive shit that's out there than Merry Christmas, And most of the time when people say it, they're just being polite. They're not trying to drag you into their church. It's so dumb. Well, I don't need the religious sentiment of it. Well, we wouldn't, it wouldn't be a holiday without the religious sentiment of it, stupid. It is supposed to be celebrating Christ's birth, even though we all know he was born in the spring, but that's a whole different story. Fucking idiots. God damn. Elon Musk said, you know, he, some of the dumbest people he's ever met have college degrees. And he's so right about that. Colleges think that they have such a, a, a stranglehold on intelligence and learning, and they really don't. They really, truly don't. These kids that are at colleges right now that are calling for capitalism to end, they need to shut the fuck up. They need to get beat up. That's what should happen to them. You should allow a group of people like my age to go into that college campus and just start whooping ass. I'd happily sign up for that. Hell, I'd do that on Christmas Day if I had to. Now, speaking of Christmas Day, the travel forecast has been set as millions of Americans look to flock to the roads and skies. According to AAA, more than 109 million people, that's a third of our country, will travel at least 50 miles to get to their holiday destination, nearly a 34 increase or 34% increase from 2020 due to the horrible and dreaded coronavirus. Airlines are seeing an 184% increase in travelers. Tuesday, let's see, they'll deliver rain. That's today. Don't care about it. Nobody's traveling today. Wednesday, unsettled weather will continue in the western part of the United States. Here in the central part, it's just going to warm up. And in the east coast, nobody cares. Oh, Thursday, man, if you're traveling, if you're in Sacramento and you're traveling Thursday, let me warn you. It looks like the whole West Coast is going to be sucked in under storms. Lots and lots of rain and snow all over the West Coast. Friday, oh, Jesus, Friday, it's even worse. Shit, we're getting storms next week then. By the way, it'll be 80 here on Saturday in Texas, if I haven't mentioned that. 80 degrees here. Oh, it's all moving north. Oh, this whole system's moving north. Christmas uh, Day. There aren't going to be a lot of people that have a white Christmas unless you're in Idaho and Montana maybe and Denver. Sacramento. No, I don't think it's going to snow there. And then Sunday, they're saying the weather that that this weather system is going from south to north. Sunday will be the last probably day that y'all have to deal with lots of rain and, and shit. But yeah, you got a bunch of storms coming to you this week. So if you're traveling, first of all, be careful. Secondly, let me uh let, let me let me just tell you this right now. If you're traveling, if you're if you're taking a plane, I want you to listen right now. Get to the airport early. You might have you, you might have your system of things, but the problem is, is that you're going up. You 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 could be an experienced traveler. The thing that you're fighting against this week are all the unexperienced ch- travelers, and I ain't talking about little kids. I'm talking about parents that don't fly either. You're gonna be dealing with them because maybe this is their first trip with the baby to go see Nana for baby's first Christmas. Oh, that's the other thing you, you got to worry about. If you're flying on a plane from between now and, and Christmas or now and New Year's, oh, it, it's going to be inundated with children. There are going to be so many children on these flights, this is why you don't fly this time of year. Fred says, oh, shit, we're supposed to be going from Reno to Sacramento Thursday evening. Guess we'll uh, test a 4x4 four four on the power stroke. It looks that way. I, I'm not going to say it's going to do that because our weathermen down here suck. I'm just looking at, at, at ideas here. And, yeah. Ain't going to be fun. Ain't going to be fun at all traveling on the West Coast. Now, we started to talk about holiday traveling when it comes to going to the airports. They're telling you that they're going to be long-ass fucking lines. Crowded airports, the struggle to get COVID tests before their flights. 110 million people are traveling. I would say probably about 60 million of those people are going to be flying. I'm sorry. Six and a half million will be flying. Traveling by air compared to 2.3 million during the 2020 season. A ripple of flight delays and cancellations led to major delays at Austin Airport on Saturday of last week. Austin Airport's a fucking pain in the ass. It's easy to get around. It's a pain in the ass because they seem to be always late now. Yeah, Oklahoma City's trying to break records uh, too on Christmas. Yeah, nice and warm. Thank God. Uh, hey, V. Coop, I want a weather report from Virginia. I'm excited to see what Christmas next year will be like for us from Tahoe to the ocean. With all these mask mandates there are going to be a lot more flights on plane fights on planes. Yeah. Yeah. Scott says, uh, ask family if you fly on Spirit Airlines, please bring your camera. Wow. I don't know what else to warn you about. Like, the, look, it's gonna be slow. the The worst part is you're gonna be in you're gonna be an airport with a bunch of people that have never traveled, and they're not good at it, which means they don't listen. You get some asshole that walks through the X ray machine. Uh, I'm sorry, the metal detector. You can't walk through the X ray machine, but you'll get some asshole that walks through the metal detector. And he'll walk through there with, I don't know, like a giant metal thermos. Well, I didn't think this would set it off. It only has coffee in there. It's made out of metal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That was my favorite thing to say. When I worked at the airport, yes. At one time in my life, I did airport security. People have walked through there. They have big, giant belt buckles on. Uh, Is this going to set it off? And I, I would always answer really the same way. I'd be like, is it made out of metal? This is a metal detector. I think that's where I started to, to shorten my fuse was working that job. Because I don't have time for stupid questions. And they'd always try to blame it on their shoes. Oh, I have a, a metal piece in my shoes. No, you don't. I think I told that to somebody once because they bumped the machine. That's the other thing, is that if you bump it in the machine, it'll set it off. You can be butt-ass naked and walk through an X-ray or a a metal detector, and if you bump the side, it'll go off. Now, look, if you're traveling and the metal detector goes off, do me a favor. Don't yell at the poor schlubs that's working there. Okay? Just turn around, and go back through. If it goes off again, say, hey, can you warn me, please? And then go on your merry way. But the idea of fighting with that person, all that person is doing is doing their job. So you set the metal detector off. That's impossible. I'm not wearing any metal. And then when he comes back through, you see he's got Instead of wearing a gold necklace, he just has a, a big thing of uh chains, like tire chains around his neck. I didn't think this would set it off. Well is it made out of metal? Well yeah, well there you go. I'm trying to think what else. Uh the scumbags at the airport, not even in security, but just the, the people in general who will walk slow in front of you, who will ask the stupidest questions. You can be standing at the gate where it's like there's two gates in the entire airport. One's for arriving and the other is for departing. Or I don't know how it works like that, but, but, but hear me out. When somebody goes, uh, is this the, the right place for the flight to Phoenix? Yes. Yes, it is. That's why it says Phoenix here. And that's the only flight we're making today. Stupid. Now, I will give you this little beep. Uh, if you haven't remembered some of my flying tips in the past, and I don't know what they're doing now with airlines, because they got rid of the magazines, and that pissed me off. Because there's an old trick. You want to have a fun flight? I'm going to let you have a fun flight here. The next time you have to fly... And they have the, the, the magazines, the in-flight magazine that you can read from Southwest Airlines telling you about how great their company is and all their corporate sponsors, how great they are and what culturally there is to do in town. Do me a favor. <laughs> Go to the crossword puzzle. When you find the crossword puzzle, if it hasn't been done yet, grab yourself a pen and start inserting all the dirty words, and if you're feeling randy enough, the slurs that you would fit into each and every box. Now, it doesn't matter. You don't have to go as far as connecting, you know, words that are are going across and up and down. You just put in all the dirty words that you want, okay? That's how we're going to do it this year. Nothing but dirty words in there. If someone ever buys Arnie a GoPro, I'll record us traveling. Arnie is so funny. From the time we get to the airport, getting our tickets, checking our luggage through security. I'm funny because I get upset because it takes too goddamn long. These people are all savages that work. It it doesn't take that long. Fucking one of the last times we flew, right? Goddamn it. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. There's this couple that was two people in front of us. Right. And this guy, like, I don't know what convenience store his daddy owns, but he's wearing a bunch of fake Louis Vuitton shit. He had plenty of Louis Vuitton shit on and and all this shit. Right. And his girlfriend who who thought she was a lot hotter than she was. But, honey, you you, this is why you got the afternoon shift at the strip club. They're flying. Right. And she decides to put her bags up there. Her first bag weighed like 78 pounds. Hey, dummy, you can only have a 50-pound bag. So then she's got to start taking shit out, right, and she's going to put it in his. I don't know what man this is, and, and he ain't fat, so his clothes don't weigh as much as a fat guy's clothes. She tried putting shit in his bag, and it was still too heavy. Oh, my God. Then, 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 then. Somehow, they made it through, even though they held up the line forever. They made it through, and they were right in front of us at at security. And I was not having it at security. I was like, come on. Motherfucker, he's got a goddamn cell phone in his pocket that I can see, and he's trying to walk through the fucking metal detector. I'm like, dude, come on now. They finally make it through there. He and his fucking hooker of a girlfriend. So, of course, the way we fly is that we say, I need pre-boarding passes because I'm a bad flyer. So I got my pre-board plat. I don't know how that motherfucker got pre-board. But we're standing there waiting for them to let us on the plane, right? We're standing in the line that's supposed to be the line. We're standing behind all the motherfuckers in wheelchairs. Next time I travel, I'm going wheelchair because that way I can get on first. So we got like eight motherfuckers in wheelchairs. And then there's me. And these two just ramble up like they're going to cut everybody off in the wheelchairs. I may or may not have said out loud, oh, these fuckers ain't cutting us off. And guess what? They didn't cut us off. Fucking bullshit, people. Give me a fucking Slurpee, dude. I might let you cut in line. Uriah says, "I hate TSA. I try to either be nice, but they after they make me disrobe because they didn't like during uh, the pat down that I wore a sports bra over the regular one because I wanted to look like a tank top under a sweater, and they couldn't feel it. I was smuggling something in my bra. I was done. Oh, I've got one better for you there." The reason why I hate TSA is because they broke my fucking Hall of Fame statue. Fucking bastards down in Vegas. It's made out of solid granite, and they fucking dropped it on the ground. I can't get another one. They only give you one in your lifetime. So I had to epoxy that shit. And you know what? I couldn't do anything about it. I wanted to lose my mind, but I knew that I was at the airport. I mean, literally, like, like if that would have been somewhere else, if we would have been at, I don't know, like a Chuck E. Cheese or something, and somebody dropped my dad, I I don't know why I'm going to Chuck E. Cheese with my Hall of Fame trophy. It was just an example. But somebody would drop my Chuck E. Cheese, or or not my Chuck E. Cheese, my, my Hall of Fame trophy at Chuck E. Cheese, I'd punch them. They broke my fucking statue. But, of course, being at the airport, I had to be a good little boy. Oh, no problem. Thank you, sir. Hate him. Hate him. Must have been an owner of AMPM because, yeah, you're damn right about that. Uh, You know why they didn't cut you off? Because you said something. If you had just been quiet, sure, they would have gladly walked in front of you. Take your spot because no one told them no or confronted them. All you got to do is speak your mind out loud. You were in the rightful place. You're goddamn right. Oh, I ain't afraid. Oh, that motherfucker going to do something? You feeling froggy? Well, you wouldn't jump there, motherfucker. Let's go. rise says, exactly. I was in tears. I submitted a complaint but never heard anything. Yeah, neither did I. I, I put in a complaint about them dropping my trophy. They were gypsies. They looked like it. They're a couple of fucking losers. That's what they were. Uh, Let's see. All right. Next one here. Let's see. Uh, I don't understand any of this, and please don't try to explain it to me because I'm far too old. Um, All this cryptocurrency, like I'm trying to figure out how to make an NFT. That way I can sell it for thousands of dollars. And, and then start doing that on occasionally and start making thousands of dollars on NFTs. But I, I don't know how to do it. But they're saying that right now. This is the headline. Experts are warning. Bitcoin may not last much longer. Whoa. For the sixth straight week, Bitcoin has been in the red despite hitting an all-time high of nearly $69,000. I don't know what any of that means. One Bitcoin is worth $69,000, but it's starting to go away. Now, at the time of writing, Bitcoin is worth $46,000. Holy shit. Uh, It's a point not lost on senior economics professor at Cornell University, Ezwar Prasad. He says, Bitcoin itself may not last much longer. The expert, the future of money. He thinks that Bitcoin isn't as good as other cryptocurrencies out there and will fade away soon. Can you imagine all those people that have money in Bitcoin? Y'all better see it be selling. And when it comes to uh, rude, it's not about color, ethnicity, where you come from, what you are. It's about we all the same fucking color when rude is all we we are. Yep. They've been saying Bitcoin is dying for 10 years, and they are always wrong. I I hope so, because I know a lot of people that invest in that. I have no clue about it. So I got to pay $69,000 to get one? Well, I I ain't going to get it then, because that's too much. Unless that's a car. I don't get how it works. Mr. Rise sold his Bitcoin several weeks ago before it started tanking. Holy shit, Harney, I had no idea you spoke with a Middle Eastern accent. Yes, sometimes I do. And like from what I understand, like all this all this you know, crypto stuff and all this cryptocurrency, it, it's its over my head. I mean, until they make a book, Crypto for Dummies, and I still ain't going to read it. From what I understand, the mining process to to get, I, and don't get me started, I don't know what it means to mine for this shit. But, like, it's so bad for, like, our, our power grids and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't get anything from, I, I don't look, man. I still like cash. That, that That's what I mainly like. I like cash. I think cash is still cool. Fred says, I hope Bitcoin fails just because I'm an asshole. Well, you are an asshole. I don't want it to fail because, I, like I said, I know a lot of people that have it. and I don't want them to lose what they have in there. So, there you go. I, I, I just wanted to warn you guys that that's happening in case anybody out there is uh, – you know, down with the old uh, crypto, because I am not. All right, next one is about a Utah college student at Snow College in Lola, Utah, most likely a Mormon college. Uh, A student, 19-year-old student, was found alive but naked and covered in coal. In the basement of her 39-year-old suspected kidnapper's home five days after she was seen leaving her dorm. Wow. Brent Brown was the bad guy at 39 years old. Um, Madeline Allen is the college student. She was found naked and covered in coal. Was she a bad girl this year? I'm telling you right now, covered in coal, you are not a fan of the environmentalist on your college campus. He lied to police saying he was alone in his house when she was in the basement. Maybe he forgot he kidnapped her, left her down there. Oh, whoopsie-daisy. Mr. Brown now faces charges of obstruction of justice, aggravated kidnapping, rape, and object rape. Oh, good Lord. Miss Allen met Mr. Brown in a slave domination chat room on KIK message app and agreed to have him pick her up. Allen said Brown tied her up, took away her phone, and then threatened to come after her family if she were to ever leave. You see, now, see, I wish they would have started the story with that. She's on a website that's, that's talking about slave domination. Now, does she deserve to get kidnapped? No. But, but, but when you play with them kind of people, bad shit happens. Like buried in coal or covered like a dress. How'd she get to stick it in her? <laughs> Picturing him gluing on a bag of charcoal briquettes. Probably just had it. It's probably just all the the coal soot on her. Yeah, you know this whole idea of who's going to be the dog and who's going to be the fire hydrant. That this all just come on. Really, I'm I'm all for people living their life. Hey, let your freak flag hang out there high. But, but if you're going to advertise it, hey, looking for somebody to dominate me while I'm a slave or a submissive to you, interested now? Call me now. Or interested how? Call me now. Yeah, I'm with you right there. Did she really get kidnapped or is it all part of the whole fantasy? Is her safe word, don't stop? So dumb. I mean, good. I'm glad they found her. That's good. Thank the Lord. Jalapeno. But, shit. All right. Next story. This story doesn't make any sense to me. A 43-time felon, that's right, I said it, a 43-time felon driving a Maserati was arrested recently where, of all places? Everyone from Florida is
4: stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb.
10: I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them, my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy.
5: Yeah, if a guy who's been convicted of 43 felonies is out on the road, there's a huge problem. Flagler County Sheriff's Office released body video showing Davis Howard Jr.'s arrest after he was pulled over. Investigators said the, they found a large amount of oxycodone and thousands in cash in the car. Well, can you give me number 44? How about 45, 45, 46, 46 down the corner? All right, how about felony number 47? Can we get to 50. Yep. During the high-speed chase, Howard called his mother, and she was the only one who eventually got to him to stop the car. Well, you're either going to end up in Georgia or the Atlantic Ocean or the Gulf of Mexico if you don't stop the car. After deploying stop strips, uh, strip stops, uh, whatever, strip kits, deals they got, the driver stopped the car. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 I just read something out. Come on. How is this possible? The motherfucker is 32 years old and he's been convicted of 43 felonies? Wait, a strike 44? You're out there? Deputy puts him in handcuffs asking about the other passenger in the car. Deputies say they found 44 grams of oxycodone eight grams of marijuana, and more than $5,000 cash in the car. He now faces multiple felony drug charges. Don't matter. He's going to be out by his 36. Motherfucker's got 43 felonies, and he's 32 years old. Was this guy a rat? He just rat out people. That's how you let him out? Jesus. Random question, I missed the second half of the Mount Rushmore of best Christmas movies the other day and went to look it up on Instagram, didn't see it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I haven't seen it either. Uh, hold on a second, I, I can tell you who they were. I've got the text here. Uh, I sent it to him. Uh, the Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. The face of Mount Rushmore's Christmas Vacation. Number two was Die Hard. Number three was The Grinch. And number four was A Christmas Story. So there you go. Oh, he hadn't sent that to me. I didn't think about it because it was on Friday. That's weird. All right. There you go. anybody Did anybody get the uh, the fight this weekend? Did anybody waste their money on this Jake Paul fight? Holy shit. Oh, goddamn. That gal is hideous. She looks like fucking Rocky Dennis's ugly sister. Those that get that will be laughing. A, a boxer from Spain, Miriam Gutierrez, was having a boxing match with world champ Amanda Serrano. Serrano landed 236 blows on Gutierrez's face. During the ten round fight, wow! This was on the undercard for the Jake Paul knocking out Tyrone Woodley. By the way, if you'd like to see what she looks like, I just posted it. God damn, dude, she looks like the character like that that movie, just go, uh, just go with it, with uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Lawrence when he had the big old snuffleupagus nose. That, That's what this gal looks like. Would she get her nose broken like four times in this fight? This is girl versus girl fight. Yes, love actually did not make it. I know, it bummed me out. I watched, but I have my fire stick. That gets it for free. Stinkfist, you need to email me a good way to jailbreak my fire stick. My fire stick is pissing me off now. Yes, Douglas, I used yours to, to get cinema, but it didn't work for some odd reason. So I, I need I need to get a new jailbroke fire stick. Oh my god, her nose looks like a penis. It does, right? I mean, it is huge. Like, like she could, she could take the whole country of fucking Brazil or or, or, or Colombia down. Brazil, Jesus, wow, that gal got, and that's the gal that beat her up. Yeah, the the gal on the left, the one with the non fucked up face, the one that beat her up. Holy shit, U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi, you ugly, you ugly. All right, final story of the day, people. You ready? (laughs) I can't believe this is real. Here's the headline. Woman claims she was virtually groped in the metaverse. A sexual harassment investigation has been launched. On November 26th, the woman beta-testing a metaverse world called Horizon Worlds reported that she was virtually groped by another person in the world. The incident, which the company called absolutely unfortunate, is currently under investigation. Sexual harassment is no joke on the regular internet, but being in VR, virtual reality, adds another layer that makes people even more intense. Not only was I I groped last night, but there were other people there who were supported this behavior, which made me feel isolated. You're not even in the real world? I'm not going to defend the weirdo who harassed this woman. A creepy weirdo is a creepy weirdo, regardless of the platform. We cannot pretend this is something real. Roped in metaverse. This would be like, honestly, committing if if you shot somebody in Grand Theft Auto and the police showed up at your house. Don't give me the fact that it's VR. I don't give a shit about the VR aspect of it. How many of you motherfuckers play Call of Duty and you shoot somebody on your own squad by accident? You you got virtually groped and there's an investigation into it? Oh, my God. It's over, people. It is over. The good times that we were having for so long here in this country—they're gone. You're going to get somebody in trouble over groping in a chat room, in virtual reality. Wow. She got Facebook poked, and she is, is she filing charges? No shit. <laughs> a virtual groping. Yep, I've seen it all now. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Tomorrow, we will be back. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel tomorrow. Oh, what is tomorrow?
13: Guess what it is.
5: Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Look, we are running through this week, people. We are going to get to christmas this weekend first we got hump day tomorrow then we got lake tahoe joe murphy and then the friday show with amazing music and the mount rushmore of stupidest christmas traditions all happening here and only one place ArnieRadio.com. so please remember every room you walk in is better why because you are in there so until tomorrow y'all have a fantastic day and adios everybody
14: Up on the housetop, reindeer paws Out jumps good old Santa Claus Down through the chimney with lots of toys All for the little one's Christmas joys Ho, 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 who wouldn't go?
8: Ho, ho, ho,
14: who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click click click. Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick First comes a stocking of little nails Santa feeling well Give her a dolly that laughs and cries One that will open and shut her eyes Ho, 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 who wouldn't go Ho, 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 who wouldn't go Up on the housetop A stocking of little will Oh, just see what a glorious fill Here is a hammer and lots of tacks Also a ball and a whip that cracks Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, click, click to a toy.